Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfer. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame, intermission, and postgame show the side of the Mississippi. I'm Russ Joy. That's Bundy. The Flyers, they pulled out this game. Down again? Come from behind after Come letting up the behind. first goal? How about it? What a zoo up here tonight this has been. I mean, it's been just a mob scene. It looks yep. like Memorial Day weekend at the Jersey Shore. It does. It's, uh, it's absolutely incredible to see this kind of spirit. Um, passion fans back thank you guys way to go flyers this is a good win you got a real yeah, happy is. group of people leaving here yep uh, and they should be excited listen not a lot of goals it was an it was an entertaining game a little back and forth yep. seesaw in the overtime and finally a connecting to couturier two-on-one feed one timer by coots ends this game and uh you know what on display in this one tonight some absolutely amazing goaltending incredible at both ends carter hart that's the best i think i've seen him in two years maybe like actual right. single game performance yeah uh he was ridiculous in this hockey game and um tell you what that was a good showing i, I you know and i i do see a couple comments like ah just sets us out of the top 10 in the draft oh god all right well you know what can we not just enjoy it like after the last four years this is actually fun. Like, it's fun to come down here. People are excited. Um, people are having a great time. It's a Monday night, Russ. It is. It's a Monday night. Sure after is. a brutal Eagles game and a loss yesterday, man, I'll tell you what, Flyers Orange and Black came out in full force. This is the closest it's been to a full sellout, I think, Yeah. in terms of a lot of people here. There were great, many, great crowd. What, 2,000 people up here? In, oh in the at, assembly row? At least. At least two. <laughs> at least. It was insane. It was just people everywhere. Everywhere. I people people even, everywhere. Yeah, couldn't move up here, and it was, uh, tell you what, we got to maybe tell them to get a restroom a little closer for the I snow to go, oh the God. snow to goalie sports board. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's far. Bathroom's a little bit too far. Some might say it's too far. But not for us. We got bladders of yes. young men. Yes. Yes, yes we do. Yes, we do. Now, listen, stop what you're doing right now. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to hit that like button. If you're watching on Facebook, you're going to hit that like button. If you're on Twitter, you're going to head over to YouTube or to Facebook, and there you're going to uh, give us a thumbs up. Now, listen, the most important thing tonight is that we spend this time together. We want to go out to you because not only are we the number one rated pregame, intermission, and postgame show, but we also happen to be the most interactive Yes. of all the postgame shows you'll find anywhere. So let's go to the people. Let's see what they have to say. And I do want to highlight one of the ones that you mentioned a little bit ago. Linda Joseph says, yay, another pointless win that will most likely keep us out of a top 10 pick. Well, that's really positive. <laughs> I'm afraid, see, this they're, is, they're this nice is people one of the going by. I don't want to yell while nice people are going by. They're going to think that we're unhinged. This game and the Vegas game were the two best wins that we've had to enjoy at home this year. So I'm going to enjoy it. Yep. I'm going to really have a blast here tonight for 20-some minutes with you, Russ. Hopefully yep. Anthony doesn't mess up the audio again. Almost, it was almost assuredly going to happen. I don't want to say it's intern Andrew, but it might have been. I don't know. I mean, he can hear us too. So it's whispering, intern. whispering. It's, it's I don't. Know. It's, it's one it's of intern. them. It's one or both. I don't know. It could be a. That's it right. could be a joint. Listen, I want to go to this Linda Joseph thing real quick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Linda Joseph, longtime listener of the show, comments all the time, and we greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the win. Just freaking enjoy the moment, okay? The team's going to lose a lot of games this year. But it's Pittsburgh. Yeah, it is. It's it Pittsburgh. Is. Enjoy the win. Yeah, I, I, I love it. And Good luck. You know what? I'm going to tell you what. I'm with you. Funny, you know what happened tonight? There were like 15,000 people in the arena, and you know what they're all doing? They're leaving with a smile on their face. They are. But inside, they're crying and whining because this is going to keep the Flyers out of a top 10 pick. You know what, Russ? Every one of these smiles with the kids. Bye, sweetie. Nice kid. Little girls here. Now you're just little amazing. Yeah, that just little awesome girl, you know what that little girl She's just so said? Cute. She just looked at us. She flipped us the bird, and she said, that's going to take them out of the top 10. Uh, Can you believe it? Five These idiots. She yeah. said a lot of inappropriate things that can't be repeated here on the Press Row Show. Um, again, there's something else. When you see a lot of the comments coming in here, Flyers are fun. They're, they are fun to watch because they work hard. Yep. And, and if you have a team that, that does put a lot out on the ice, they don't give up, um, it, it goes a long way. Let's they just got four points. They did. They get Pittsburgh two. Yep. You know, I mean, that's, that's the way to do it. You know, that's how you crawl up the standings. That's how you stay in the pack. And you know what? Who the hell knows, right? Like That's how exactly a season right. goes. I don't know. I mean, is anybody so, so good? No. I mean, they beat Vegas. I mean, they, you know, again, they are not winning. I don't believe they're a team equipped to win a cup. And no, they know not. that. They are not, not. They are not. And that's okay. Right. I, I saw another comment here, too. Like, this is, again, the part where we have to be, like, kind of. Can you bring it up? I, I'm, I'm looking for it okay. again here. Uh, uh, where was it here? Uh, I'm going to pull some other, some other ones up while you're, uh, while you're looking for it. Here it is. Here it is. Here it, is. Uh, it was. It was TK. Uh, Someone talking about TK. The prototypical forward you build around. You don't build around Travis Konecki. He's a great, great piece of your team to have. Mm-hmm. You build around Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid, which Edmonton can't do. That is correct. TK is a f- add-on piece to a very good team. Yeah. That can play. In you your, need guys like him you on do. a Stanley Cup winning team. But he's not the guy you go, we're going to build our team around him. He's our go-to guy. He's not the franchise cornerstone. There's and that's o- okay. The only winger that I thought has been an absolute cornerstone has been Ovechkin in terms of what he's done in his career. Most yeah. of the times, the guys that end up winning have a huge center presence, you know, or stud defenseman. Yep. Um, so, but again, he had, he's had a, he had a great night tonight, TK. So did Sean Couturier. Uh, Sandheim was good, uh, a little unbalanced, I thought at times, like the way. But he's getting up the ice, so it's not you're not always going to have that opportunity to shine defensively as well. He's trying to create offense with it. Yeah. I thought Lawton was better tonight. Cam York, I didn't love his game tonight. No, I thought it was uh, a couple bad penalties. I didn't like um, power play. I didn't not a, not a whole lot there. Um, Tyson Forster was good. He got the goal. Morgan he looked he looked a lot better. Morgan Frost was okay. I thought he had a better start, and then he disappeared for me. Ver- roller coaster game. It did, yeah. Fans, very, you guys, very high highs, very low lows. Yeah, let us know, guys, what your thoughts on some of these comments too. You can you can differ from me. I mean, I'm wrong, and I love the be challenged. I'm just trying to go down the line. I thought Nick Sealer played well. I yep. thought Sean um, uh, Walker played a good game. Eric Wisniewski checks in here. So, is it wrong for kids to win? No, it's not. You know we, we come back to this again. It's, it's like culture. It, it, it is. And there, listen, there, there are the people on Twitter who are up in arms because they need something to be up in arms about. I've been about as big of a critic of where the team has been headed for years. Same here. And about the need to tear the thing down. This is why we're but here. In Russ. the moment, enjoy the win against a team that you, as a fan base, despise. Like, enjoy that win. You're go- you can't go 0-82, right? 
Nor you're going to win some games. So let it be, and I've said this for a while, yeah. let it be against the best teams in the league because those are good. They're not just morale boosts, but it's like, wow, you know, we can actually hang with some of the best teams. And then let it be against some of your division rivals. And, you know, outside of that, lose a bunch of games. Who cares? We talked about it a million times. Second half of the season has a, a, a few really rough stretches, including right after the trade deadline. You know, it is what it is. All right, looks like uh, Anthony might be ready with Travis Konechny. We're going to hope that Anthony doesn't screw this up. So let's let's see if we have Anthony. All right, guys, All right. I am here in the locker room with Travis Konechny following the Flyers. 2-1 overtime victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins. And Travis, man, I think there was, that game was a lot of emotion for a 2-1 game. And you guys just really – it seemed like there, especially in the overtime, you know, you just had that little extra step. Like, we were not going to lose this game. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of feel it. I think we dipped a little in the third. Um, kind of gave them a few chances, but uh, you could just you could just sense that, like, even if we didn't get one there, we did have the jump, I think, tonight. And, and I think it starts uh, from everybody right with Hartsey all the way to, uh, you know, our D just advancing the puck and, and then our forwards uh, getting in and, and pressuring them. And I think it was just a great team effort. Tonight. Let's talk about Carter a little bit because it's, especially in the second period, I'd say, like, the last – there was a series of maybe seven, eight minutes the last second period where he seemed to be under siege and just turned away absolutely everything. He keeps you guys. Yeah, in yeah, I mean, and, and you know, we need him for that because uh, there's times where, you know, we're, we're creating a lot and, and at the other end, and then there's times where, you know, we fall asleep a little bit and then Hartsey's there to bail us out. And um, he's just so steady, and I think it helps. To, you know, we trust him so much. Uh, we don't want to force those chances on him, but uh, it's nice to know, you know, He's going to be there to, to get a save for us. Can you take us through the, the game-winning goal? Because uh, it was just a, it was just a really nice play how you guys ended up, set up setting up coots there. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sani um, called the play right off the draw. It was, it was a great, um, you know, read by him, noticing what was happening. And then, uh, you know, I, I was thinking shot the whole time coming in. And, um, you know, I'd, I think I tried low glove enough times tonight, so I figured I'd pass. <laughs> Torts said after the last game that, you know, uh, you guys win because you guys are playing with balls. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny to hear it say it that. You know, it's funny to ask that question that way. But it seemed like tonight is another one of those games. Is this starting to become some a, a part of this team's DNA, a part of this team's character? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like we're trying to play the right way, but we're not afraid to not take a a, a, a bad chance at a play, but, like, you're, you're smartly um, trying to check forward and – you know, be one step ahead, I think, is the way to put it, and try to, you know, read the play and, and uh, kind of react that way instead of just sitting back and watching the game. Um, you're trying to, like, you know, take the game to and bring it to us, you know. Let, one last question for you. Um, Tyson Forster scores again tonight. Uh, are, are we starting to see the complete game from him come together now at this point? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been there for a long time, and he's had those looks, and it was just a matter of one going in. And, uh it's what he does. I mean, I think that's uh, the reason that, you know, he's here. He's got that touch. He works really hard. And, you know, he, he's he's able to find the back of the net. Great. Travis, thank you very much for joining us here on Snow the Goalie Press Road Show. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Back to you guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We're back here on the Press Row Show, the number one rated pre-intermission and post-game show. This side of the... Uh, that would be the Mississippi. Right? The Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, right M I S S I S S I P P I. DK, yeah, uh, great interview. He had a great it was. night. It was Absolutely fantastic. terrific. Hey. Now, him and Coots were dynamite tonight. Hey, stick taps stick on the taps. table for uh, for Anthony and intern Andrew figuring out the audio tonight. Yeah, uh, you know what? DK is a beaut, a great guy. Love traveling with him. Um, 
Gotta love the interviews we get. You can get them right down there. Like, yeah. Just, that's how you do an interview. You don't get all this proper stuff and paint yeah. them up with makeup. And exactly. Everything. Yeah. You get it the right way. You get them down in the locker room. Tell all your friends to join us for the post-game that's show exactly on right. Snow the Goalie. That's we right. will give you the truth. Mm-hmm. We don't have a producer. You're saying, I'll be nice or I'm not going to lose my job. No, we just tell the truth. We don't have a million commercials interrupting us. No, we get to no go back and forth. We have the interactive chat here on the YouTube and, and you the Facebook. Even, you may even get a life lesson out of it. Sometimes. Who knows? Maybe, Who's to maybe, say? Maybe. Who's to say? Listen, a lot of, uh, of good stuff in there. In, in a way, you have to feel good for a guy like Carter Hart going out and playing such an exceptional oh, game. And, and this is one of those games where I think if you're a goalie, and you stand on your head in the way that both goalies did tonight. Mm-hmm. And then you lose. And you lose an OT. That one hurts. But to be the goalie coming out, uh, coming out on the right side of it and knowing that you are almost solely responsible for your team being in the game. Yeah. Like, it, on another night, this could have easily been a 4-1-5-1-6-1 game had it not been for Hart being as locked in as he was tonight. Yeah, and their goaltender, too. Yeah, uh, really. I mean, he was excellent as well. But Hart was just—he was sensational at every critical point in this hockey game. He made the save. The Penguins took a one-nothing lead late in the first, and it was Hart that slammed the door the rest of the way. So, yep. kudos to him. I thought he was absolutely sensational at this game. A lot of guys had great efforts. I liked what TK said about the um, uh, the energy because yes. the team. I thought the team had a lot of good jump all night, and I and I think that's certainly a real positive. Man, he was great. Him and Katuria. Katuria was great today. And you know it's funny, kind of see Coots sometimes, and it looks like he's lost a step, you know, in terms of his speed. But he's so positionally good; he makes yeah. such quality plays, um, just a distraction to the opposition. Such and uh, boy, he's been a he's been so great to watch. You forget we lost a guy like that for two years, and he comes back in and does what he does is amazing. It really is the proof of a the, the difference a guy like him makes in the lineup. And again, like we can come back to the the people who are upset that. The team picked up a win, and oh, the draft pick. It's one game. It's one out of 82. This guy, he's look at, our, look at our old he, buddy Todd Fedork there. Does he radio, is, does a great job on radio. When are you going to come on one night with us, Fridge? You want to just hop on right now? We have come a, on with us? Come on. I don't know where the other mic is. Hold on. I'll get it. We'll get it for him. All right, hold on. Here. It's down on the floor. All right, here. Come on. Right, we're going to bring Fridge on. <laughs> now, the only thing is we have to, well, you have to abide by the language policy, too, so you're... You're fine. So, okay. This is my, this is my first time on Snow the Goalie. The, what is it? The Only Flyers Podcast? The Only Flyers Podcast. The you were on, no, no, no. You were on one. This guy's stash. You didn't you, tell me a guy had a stash. That's exactly, that's exact, that's exactly November right. was last month. <laughs> you were on, you were on this show one time. I think it was like two and a half years ago. We were over in Press Row, and I think you were on for like five minutes, but this is better. Or maybe it was on the radio. I don't remember. It was one or the other. You've been on here, I think, one time. But this is different. Anthony's not here to suck up all the oxygen in the room, so now we can throw this <laughs> and throw this to you as well. Um, what were you, what's your biggest takeaway tonight? Well, how big? Bundy was talking about before the game. Like, if you wanted, if you want a team and an opportunity to kind of announce yourself as a team to be reckoning with, it, it was tonight. It was tonight. It was how they responded against Pittsburgh. Yes, it means something against Pittsburgh. Our, our histories between these two teams, being from the state. It's so intertwined. When they don't yeah. do well or they're starting to lose, we start to do better, right? And that's just kind of – it's almost like a passing of the torch in the state. Yep. And I just see it tonight. I think the Flyers are really kind of established themselves. And you know what they did tonight? They, they proved it to themselves 
that they're going to have to play this way for the rest of the year. Yeah. So it's almost yeah. like they put themselves in a position where, like, this is the game. It's a heavy game. It's a tiring game. Don't get me wrong. Don't get ahead of yourselves as fans <laughs> because this is a hard way to play hockey. Yeah. It's a really hard way to play hockey, and, and Torts has them buying in on all fronts. Yeah, they had to buy in. I said that in the pregame tonight, so Fridge and Timmy were probably listening. I said this yeah. is kind of a statement opportunity game for the Flyers, you know, because you're not supposed to win two in a row when you play back-to-backs against the same team. Yeah. And I really did think that they kind of had pitch. Pittsburgh had chances. Don't get they me did. wrong. They had a lot of great quality even... chances tonight. But this was a good, uh, excellent flyer win. And again, staying diligent and true to themselves, they, they dig out another two points. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter how you win. It's just a matter that you do win. Now, yeah. there were some people here in the comments, and this is important, that they, there are a few people who are upset that the Flyers won this game because they think of the draft pick and they think of the, the lottery odds. What do you say to the people who, who immediately, when you, when you zoom out for a second and you say, hey, if it gets to the end of the year, and it's the difference between the seventh best odds and the eighth best odds, say it's it's the Flyers and the Penguins, and they're jockeying, and you go, all right, they, there is a, a an actual difference there. Maybe you zoom out and you say, all right, that kind of stinks a little bit. But in the moment, to like to win this game in overtime, and the first reaction is oh, the draft pick. Ah, uh, I hate that. You too. can't you can't go after the draft pick because here's the thing: if you if you go after that, you're 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 saying I'm a loser. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And the Flyers will not do that. They will not lose for the draft pick. The lottery and all that stuff. You know what? In free agency, if you're a team that's playing like the Flyers right now, you become attractive to another player. And that's what you want as a franchise. You wanted, and that's what we had. When we, even when Bundy was playing in our years there in the early 2000s, you had a team that everybody in the league wanted to come to. I remember Mark Recchi yeah. and, and all those guys talking to other players and that were coming into free agency, why don't you come here? They wanted to come here. Yeah. That's how you play. That's attractive to any winner in this league, right? A guy that wants to win, he doesn't want to go join a team that just went for the, went for the first pick. You want to join a team that's built right, that's going to play a certain way, has an identity, and you believe you can help win. So that's what you shoot for. You don't shoot for the, the one player that might make your team. You shoot for the whole pot of free agency, and you look for the team players that want to come join that because players that are older now are starting to figure it out. The ones that want to stay and have longevity, you take a lesser role. You got Jeff Carter playing the fourth line on Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. He still can produce. Right? Started the overtime. Yeah, it started <laughs> the it. overtime. So these guys, they, they got to know that they take a lesser role on a better team. And that, that's, that's hard for a guy's ego, but that's where you want to be. You don't want to be a team that's, that's throwing in the towel and being the last. Who wants to be the last place team? The Flyers would never do that. Mr. Yeah. Snyder would never allow us to do that. And I don't think the ownership now, Jonesy's not going to let us do no, that. It's, and yeah. he stated that. So get off of that. Just get off of that. If you're a true Flyers fan, you want to see these guys pushing. And if they lose, that's fine. But they got to lose a certain way, and they got to lose with work. They got to lose with grit. Lose that's with the dignity. Only way. Lose, lose with, with dignity. dignity. Like yeah. a good champion knows how to lose, yeah. right? You learn how to lose first. And we've gone through some things here. It was an organization, but we're back now. And I think that this game is kind of that—that's that raw, raw to tell the fans in Philadelphia, hey, come watch, man, because it's a style of hockey that's exciting, and it's a style of hockey that hasn't been here. I, you know what? In the whole league. It hasn't been here. Torts has alluded to it. We got balls. Like, hashtag we got balls is something I want right. to get on a T-shirt. You know? And you want to coach like that. Oh, there it goes. Shop.snowthegoalie.com. <laughs> shop go. We got balls. We, we will, we we got will balls. give the credit to our to our great friend, Todd Fedorik. I think the we fridge. Will. By the way, let's, uh, before you head out here, oh. the Markster 68 says, Fedorik doing a great job as uh, color man on the radio broadcast. So there Who'd you go. Who did Anthony send that in? What no, that was not Anthony. Oh, there he's following Coatsy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I did that job, too. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did it for seven years. Yeah. And I was so happy when I found out Fridge was doing it.
because it was really he, he's great. He's got a great personality. He's a great teammate. He's been a flyer, and uh, he's younger too, better looking. I don't know about that. He's a handsome feller. Need to get those faces for radio. Radio, buddy. All right, well, Fritch, thanks for uh, hopping yeah, Fritch, on with us. Great seeing you, buddy. Thanks You're for always having me on, on guys. Pal. Absolutely. I love your podcast. Thanks, Thanks brother. so much. See you soon. So, Todd Fedorik, The Fridge, doing a great job on Flyers Radio with Tim Saunders. And uh, we, um, we're glad to have him on. He always comes out. Now you switch mics. I switch mics. All right, we're good. We're, we're wrapping up soon, and uh, uh, Fridge is a great friend. There you go. Good, good dude, and uh, we're happy to have him. How about him that? On. The man was getting ready to head out of the building. What did he do? He hopped on the Press Row Show because he knows. Yeah, he knows. He, he knows. knows. You, don't, you don't walk by the Press Row Show if you played here. That's exactly right. And not come on. That's what it's come to here. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So we appreciate him. Uh, you know what? It's, it's right. You know, and listen, I, I know Frigia. He's a passionate guy, and, and I have a, a sentiment of that same passion. It's, the team will be all the way back when you know that there's a, there's a, you got a chance of winning every year. Yeah. What had to change was the culture and the efforts that we were seeing on the ice. Yep. And when you go to anybody that played here, a radio broadcaster, TV, whoever, alumni, mm-hmm. we notice. Yep. You know, like that's why we were so vocal, why the fans were doing what, what they did. It was a maddening thing to watch happen. And this is, I think, for, for where the team is. Now, is it satisfaction? No. There's no sure. satisfaction in, you know, teetering around the eighth spot. We're not going to – that's not going to stand here. We need to get more skill. We have some people coming. That will continue to develop over time. Uh, I don't want to hear any more about losing, you know, a, a top pick over it. I mean, have some pride. Yeah. You know, and that's the way we look at it. If you're a pride player, and you know what else we found out? This team isn't as bad as we may have, maybe we may have looked at. I'm willing to say that. Now, is it as good? I'm not ready to. Yeah, let's. I'm not let's ready not, to anoint anybody. Let's not go crazy. But I'm also willing to be fair and say that they're playing far better than I, I thought they were. I knew that they could put work in and you could win a lot. It takes, I think, Todd kind of echoed what I've talked about. It takes a lot for this team to win games. It's hard to win games for this team, but it's so rewarding when they do. Yeah, 100%. Um, I want to thank everybody who checked in tonight. We had our biggest pregame of the year. Yeah. We had our biggest postgame of the year, um, which is very cool. We see a number here that aggregates our total of YouTube and Facebook together, but we, yes. but you don't see the, the Twitter number. And if you're on Twitter, you don't see the Facebook and the YouTube number. It sometimes goes into the thousands for our it's, viewers. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah. It, and we can't do this without the people who check in. We, and I we know love that you. Every, I know, all of you. I know yeah. that in theory it's not the easiest thing, right? Like you're watching the game on TV and there's a post game show that comes on right after the fact, right? Or you're listening on the radio and there's a a post game show that happens. I get it. You have to get a device out and you know pull up YouTube. Or you listen to it after the fact in the podcast feed. But the fact that so many people do that, we can't do it without you. So we greatly appreciate it. Uh, there is now there are no more Flyers games at home for quite a bit of time. I think we're ten days between games now yep. here at Wells Fargo Center. The team's about to go out on the road. In Arizona for a Wednesday. Wednesday? Arizona on Thursday night, nine Thursday. o'clock start. They they're, just, just trash somebody tonight. Yeah, they're in Colorado on Saturday, Nashville on Tuesday. They're back here next Thursday uh, against the Capitals. That's, so. Uh, that's not a walk in the park, is it? It's not. So that'll, that'll start back-to-back games. They'll have a Thursday game against the Capitals and then a Saturday game against the Red Wings. And, Bundy, like, it's so funny because it felt like the month of November was gone in an instant. It was. 
And you look at the schedule, and you, we kind of build our lives a little bit around when the Flyers play. The idea that by the time they get back and play a couple of games at home, we're going to be like a few days away, about a week out from Christmas. Yeah. And then the new year. Yeah. And then January. Calendar flips and you're on the second half. January is a massive month at it home is, for this is. team. Yep. They're on the road a lot this month, but January they're back here. And uh, if you come down to Wells Fargo Center, remember, we're outside of the Snow the Goalie Sportsbook all the way up. Yes, and, and you know uh, what? We, and we, come find us. We hang out with fans. We get questions. We just sit and talk, drink soda, water, whatever you want. You want to come and ask a question? Want to get a picture? Get an autograph? That little girl got an autograph from you after uh, first intermission or after the first intermission if show. Anybody's out there that still wants an autograph? Maybe doesn't have it, which is rare. Mm-hmm. I've been here just so darn long. Yeah. Everybody's been like, I've been to like 15 carnivals in my career. That's a lot. And yeah. broadcasting. So, yeah, but listen, we do. We love you guys, and we appreciate all the support. The likes, give it a click, like, uh, and, and get your notifications too, right? That's exactly right. Look at you. You're, I'm starting to be you're learning. Now. Look at yeah, that. you go over to YouTube, make sure you hit the like button. It helps <laughs> us out. And hit that subscribe button. Hit the little, ring the little bell so you get notified whenever we go live. We're going to figure out which games, if all of them, all the road games we're going to do the morning after show for. I totally dropped the ball on it this past weekend. I, I 100% forgot about like setting up a thing and, and working out the time. And then that gave the Eagles bad luck. The Eagles went on to lose. But the Flyers, the Flyers won tonight, and that's what really matters. That takes the bad taste of the 49ers' loss out of the Philadelphia sports fans' mouth. Forgot about it already, Russ. Yep, see, that's what an overtime win will do in the Battle of the Keystone when, when State. When the Eagles let you down, the Flyers will be there to pick you up. That's exactly right. So for you know, b- can I say something? Please do. I just want to tell you guys, I just want to point something out to you. I think someone told me before the show tonight mm-hmm. that this day last year, was the end of the 10-game losing streak. It was the 10th loss of the losing streak one year ago today. You know what? We've come an awful long way. Sure have. Flyers fans, Snow the Goalie fans, just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Whatever 100%. that ride is, it's a hell of a lot better than the dumpster fire we saw last year and all the BS we had to play through for the years before it. It's a new era of orange. We're proud to be part of it. We love being part of it. We love having you as our fans. Let's go, Flyers. Let's keep on rolling. Uh, it's a lot of positives. And on that? that, let's end it. That's the end of the Press Row Show. We'll be back very soon here on Snow the Goalie, the only Flyers podcast. We'll talk to you soon.